Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Whatever time it is, welcome to another episode of Reading to Feed the Mind, a podcast focused on discussing the various aspects of books. My name is Stacy Woods, and I am your host. In this, the second episode of our first season, I will discuss a novel by two best friends who met during a plus-size modeling audition. What I enjoy most about these authors is the example they display of women working together for success. So much of what we see on TV reality shows and social media are women fighting each other rather than working together and supporting each other. Virginia DeBerry and Donna Grant have been writing together for more than two decades. Their relationship should serve as an example of the benefits of women working together rather than apart or against each other. I have been blessed to have several women in my life that I can share dreams and ideas with, as well as support and motivate each other. While I know it exists, I'm often afraid that the younger generation who may not have had this exposure will take what they see in the media as a rule of thumb for friendship. If it continues like this, it will only make our society more divisive. I can only hope that this will not be the case, that through books and shows like Tyler Perry's Sisters and media that display women working together will override the negatives and show what true friendship is, but I'm not going to get on my soapbox. <laughs> Virginia DeBerry and Donna Grant first met in the early 80s as plus-size models vying for the same assignment. They were already established models. Both were previously featured in catalogs, ads, magazines, and made national television appearances. After meeting, the two became best friends and combined their modeling experiences to launch a magazine entitled Maxima. It was a fashion and lifestyle magazine for plus-size women, and Virginia was the editor-in-chief while Donna was the managing editor. When the publication of Maxima ceased, they decided to try writing a book together. Their first book was entitled Exposures, and it was a novel about friendship and the world of fashion. It was published in 1990. Their next book came seven years later, Trying to Sleep in the Bed You Made, and was a critical success. It was an Essence bestseller. It garnered the Merit Award for Fiction from the Black Caucus of the American Library Association. And it also received the 1998 Book of the Year Award from the African American Booksellers Conference of Book Expo America. Trying to Sleep in the Bed You Made was my introduction to the two authors and friends. And I have enjoyed their ability to tell stories of women and men trying to live in harmony. The two have a total of seven novels to their credit. While I have not read all of their books, the ones I have read have never failed to be entertaining or relatable. If you would like to find out more about the authors, you can visit their website at www.deberry, D-E-B-E-R-R-Y, and grant.com. 
So let's move into the discussion. For this podcast, I am reviewing their book written in 2004 entitled Better Than I Know Myself. As the Red in Color Book Club noted in the praise section of the book, and I quote, Better Than I Know Myself is a novel of heartache, triumph, tears, and the impenetrable bonds of three sister friends. DeBerry and Grant remind us that life is fragile, that tomorrow is not promised to anyone, so we should live each day to the fullest. That is a truly great description of the book, which is based on three characters, Carmen, Regina, and Jewel. The prologue of the book follows one of the three friends as she visits a gravesite, so we know immediately that one of the three is going to die. So I found myself guessing as I read the book, which one was going to be the one to pass. The story opens with Carmen Webb, who comes from a hard life brought on by the death of her father at a young age. As a result of the death, her mother becomes despondent and eventually disappears, leaving Carmen to be raised by her older brother, who constantly reminded her that she was not wanted in his life. College for Carmen was her escape to a better life. Her choice and the one she was accepted to was Barnard College. We are next introduced to Regina Foster, who comes from a middle-income home, is the youngest of two older brothers, and truly a social butterfly. Unlike Carmen, Regina's life was more steady. Her two brothers were college graduates on the path to a successful career, so the expectations were the same for her. Although she was a great student, College was something Carmen could have lived without, but knew not going wasn't an option. She was not so pleased when she was accepted to Barnard College, but she knew she had to go. Jewel Prescott is a formal child star seeking to do something different with her life, despite the disapproval of her mother and manager, Vivian. Jewel is determined to find a different path for her life as she uproots from L.A., to attend college in New York, Bernard College. The story of the three women began during their sophomore year at Bernard College. When the three meet, it is under the strain of lack of trust and biased assumptions. Jewel and Regina were already friends. Carmen, who they thought was a little weird and standoffish, later joined in after the three were stuck in an elevator. The three eventually become friends and roommates and get an apartment together, 5D, or what they call the fifth dimension. The apartment became their place of bonding. Throughout the novel, we witness the three ladies moving into adulthood and making decisions that would alter the course of their lives. However, through it all, they remained friends, supporting each other's successes and failures. I have always loved happy endings, and while not everything ended happy between the three, I love the way that they were able to get past their differences when they first met and developed a truly loving relationship. Each character was faced with something from their past lives that they needed to address in order to move forward, and they each were able to do it. Carmen had to deal with an attacker from a younger age. Regina had to deal with a strenuous relationship with her mother, and Jewel had to deal with the mistake that she made at a young age. My favorite of the three characters is Regina. 
I loved her tenacity to build her business and make it a success. She stepped away from her family's expectations and chose the life that best fit her. While all of the ladies accomplished their goals, Regina was a true go-getter, letting nothing stop her from achieving her mission in life. She used her talents to find what really worked for her. This again was a really great read. The two best friends, Virginia DeBerry and Donna Grant, continue to put their minds together to create stories that stay with you, make you think, and keep you coming back for more. I am looking forward to discussing another one of their books later in the season. I would definitely recommend these authors. They never disappoint in their ability to entertain. They were in Atlanta recently, and I hate I missed the chance to meet them. But I'm going to stay connected using their website, DeBerryandGrant.com. If you're looking for a good read, I would highly suggest either picking up Better Than I Know Myself or Trying to Sleep in the Bed You Made or any of the other great books that they have written. That brings us to the end of our second episode. As always, I hope you have enjoyed this podcast and that it has encouraged you to feed your mind by reading a good book. Reading is really an escape. Good fiction can feed your mind and get you thinking as well as a nonfiction book. Our next episode will be the first of what I call a Did You Know episode, where we will take a look at authors who are very well known in other careers, but found time to create, in some cases, really interesting novels. Our first Did You Know author will be Curtis James Jackson III, or as we know him as 50 Cent. Yes, you heard me correctly. Our sexy, roughneck rapper, producer, actor, and director, 50 Cent, and his book entitled Death Before Dishonor. I can't wait to talk about this one. Thanks again for tuning in. Until we meet again, keep reading to feed your mind.